Listener Production. Like some to die for yogurt on some perfectly soaked burger. Bad boys get all the yum yum. Yes. Yum yum good. Yum yum good. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, you were in Utah earlier this week, and uh, I'm interested to know whether you happen to bump into Nancy Hawk from Utah, who's 56 years old, who just welcomed her newest grandchild by giving birth to her. What? Yeah, she gave birth to her own granddaughter, Hannah. How does that work? Okay, so... surrogacy? Yes, exactly. So uh, Nancy's daughter-in-law, right, her son's wife, Mm -hmm. uh, had to have a life-saving hysterectomy after the birth of their second set of twins... And then they wanted to have more kids. Nancy was like, don't worry, Whoa. I'll tell- do it. Mate, the crazy part about this is people had double twins and then thought, let's roll the dice again. Give me, give me more, <laughs> give me more, give me more, in the famous words of our girl Brittany. I know. And then so after two sets of twins and a life like traumatic birth. Oh, my goodness. They've gone, we still want another one. And then and then mum's put the hand up and been like, I'll do it. So 56 years old, gives birth to her own granddaughter. They had IVF, fertilised the egg with the son and the partner and then popped it into the mum's tummy and it, and it, you know, stuck. And there you go. So did you happen to see Nancy when you were in U- Utah? No, I didn't. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's a big, it's a big commitment. You know what I mean? Dude, Nine months. My dad still talks about me keeping stuff in his cupboards. You know, he's always like, can you clean this stuff out of the cupboards, let alone the babies in my womb? <laughs> can you get this thing out of me already? When are you going to pick this thing up? <laughs> anyway. I can't be keeping this in the shed for this long. <laughs> anyway, no, I didn't see Nancy, but you're right. I've been broadcasting from America this week. I've got some more tales from the road for you today. Plus, we've got these gentlemen popping by. That's right, Adam and Ruben from Peking Duck are going to be dropping by. It is a huge show. We cannot wait to jump into it. Let's do that right now. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, we are just a couple of rats. Okay, with a big question, with a very, very big question running through our small rodent minds, and that is, do we abandon the ship? Are you sticking with Twitter, (sighs) or are you going to be walking that plank and diving away from the now Elon Musk-controlled social media? What's your read, mate? Do you know what? Twitter is only good for three things at the moment. Getting cancelled. <laughs> losing a lot of money on crypto from bad suggestions made by CT punks. Crypto Twitter. And watching one man decide to... <laughs> Just light themselves on fire in front of the entire world. <laughs> the self-immolation is real, <laughs> isn't it? With just... Elon Musk, who paid, by his own admission, paid overs for what has very rarely been a profitable website as it is. But in, an att- in a misguided attempt to bring back free speech, 
Elon Musk is just melting like some butter in the Alice Springs sun. <laughs> Do you know what? I love Elon. I'm going to say that I... Nah, the guy's a cooker. Oh, Bron's shaking her head. She's like, I can't believe nah, that you'd say... No, good on him. Edge. Good on him. As if you wouldn't do stupid things if you were that rich. Like, I would just... I would make <laughs> so many more mistakes than Elon's made. He, like... When it, when he started Tesla, one of the big things was we want to need to fix global warming. We need to change to electric cars, right? Yeah. So I thought this guy That's is a good, like good, this good guy on is him. environmentalist through technology and pragmatism, right? Yeah. yeah. Imagine what you could do for forty three Billy to continue the pretty good work you've done in that area so far. It's all fake money. This all $44 billion. Look, I've read that he, he took $20 billion out in loans, so it's not even his. All right. Mind you, the average Australian finding it very difficult to take out a loan for a place to live right now. Yeah. You yeah. know, because there's a lot of speculation about how much that's losing money, you know, value of yeah. property, et cetera. Need 30%, blah, blah, blah. Shall we go through a few of the, the big ones? Like, if, you've probably seen the news, but you might not know a lot of the, the Twitter things. You know, there's not everyone's on Twitter. It's probably one of the least used ones. It's just by journalists and, you know, people. But he's, everyone, people are aware of the blue tick, the verification, which mm. he, Elon has said, no, nah, no, nah, these bloody celebs getting it for free. My free speech is going to, freedom ain't free. It's going to come with an $8 a month okay, price whoa, tag for whoa, a blue tick. Whoa, I've heard and I've seen Elon in the replies of these saying that there will still be a verification tick, but the blue tick will now be different. <laughs> so I've, I've Wait, seen him what? say, he, I've seen him say that there's still, there will still be a form of verification for people whose facts are deemed more credible than anyone else. <laughs> so, so they, well, a different coloured tick. I think so. To say I think it's this just going to be is real. And then there's a tick that says this idiot's paying eight dollars <laughs> a month for this tick. I think people are going to be walking around Twitter like mangy dogs, just ticks everywhere. <laughs> just ticks. all right. Well, I hadn't heard that. Because what I've been seeing is people who had blue ticks. Let's talk. We're talking Kathy Griffin. We're talking the Chaser in Australia, mm. changing their screen name to Elon Musk, changing their profile picture to his profile picture. They got a blue tick, and then they'll say <laughs> saying different things. And then Elon's like, anyone engaging in impersonation without specifying they are a parody would be permanently suspended. And I just remember seeing a reply from someone like, yes, if only there was some way that we could identify who was the real Elon and who was, who was not. If Do you know what? I reckon he got angry because, and I reckon he made that decision because there was actually a, um, there was a false screenshot going around that Grimes had replied to one of his tweets and underneath oh, really? had said, how about you start paying child support, right? And this did the rounds. And um, of course, low when blow. you just look at it, everyone's like, whoa, this is the most fire burn from Grimes ever. But then you look underneath and everyone's like, this is not real. Please don't spread this stuff. And yeah, then after that's... that, that's when I saw the whole, if you're impersonating other people, you will get banned. That's a low blow. So I think that maybe he got yeah. a little, that, that one got under that his skin been, a little that bit. That could have pushed him over the edge. But the other stuff is talking about coming in, it's got to be free speech, free speech. It's going to come back. And then people like um, senators in America, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez pulls him up on a few of these things that he's been doing and suddenly her mentions are blocked. She's, she can't reply to everyone. Like, that's not the, 
the free speech we were promised. Yeah, and, and you know what I do find strange about this whole free speech business on Twitter? Mm. It's a pretty free place. Like, yeah. it's not 4chan, you know what I mean? And nor should it be. Yeah. 4chan well, is... To, yeah, not is, to its detriment. <laughs> exactly. It's like not every street in the city should be the red light district. Like, there's... Yeah. <laughs> There's like, it's like, you need to go places. We want free streets. (laughs) You should be able to go places when you want things. And then when you don't want things, you should be able to not have to have them shoved in your face at all times. Right. And so Twitter, I think drove like, um, skirted a pretty fine line between being able to say whatever you wanted. There's a lot of hot takes on Twitter, um, without going into hate speech. They still do nudity and stuff on Twitter, don't they? Yeah. Like they had, like even Tumblr took took down all their their nudes for a while. There's there. nudity. There's like, I mean, obviously swearing, but there's also just blatant bigotry and racism. Yeah. Still, like, there's no. I, I mean, it's that question: What do you want to say? What do you want people that you can't currently to, say? Yeah. To say. <laughs> Exactly. So, uh, look, it'll be interesting to see. But people, I mean, the sentiment on my, on my Twitter at the moment is a lot of people saying, well, it's done for. Everyone's talking about this new one, Mastodon. Mastodon? That's a band. M-A-S-T-O-D-O-N. It sounds like something you tweet to yourself after midnight. <laughs> oh, sorry, just going to have a quick Mastodon. <laughs> sorry. Anyway. Just, just got to wrangle the woolly mammoth. Yeah, no, um... <laughs> Well, it could be happening because it just seems to be like he doesn't, he, he can't, he keeps contradicting himself, Elon, because he said in April this year, Twitter to deserve public trust, it must be politically neutral. And then this week he tweeted, independent-minded voters, shared power curbs the work successes of both parties, therefore I recommend you voting Republican in Congress. <laughs> but the weird thing is, in, even in the, that single tweet, all independent-minded voters this is how you should vote. Listen to me. (laughs) Don't make up your own mind. Do what I say. Hey, the guy didn't just walk outside and invent an electric car, okay? He had to make a few mistakes along the way. This may well just be one of them. I'm going to wait and see what happens, all right? And until then, you can still follow me at Matt O'Kine on Twitter. Thank you very much. What are you tweeting these days? What, What can they find on you, on your verified account? Honestly, just a lot of bad crypto advice. (laughs) Well, if you would like to set fire to your career or money, follow Elon or Matt on Twitter. Now, Matt, it's time to introduce to All Day Breakfast two gentlemen who helped us prove beyond doubt which was cooler, blading or skating. There are a couple of gentlemen who have won multiple arias, sold and streamed millions of records. And just for good measure, they've got a brand new podcast coming out for you. It's the boys from Peking Duck, Adam and Ruben. Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for having us, lads. It's always a pleasure. Sure is. Now, look, I feel like um, I should be nervous that the Peking Duck podcast is coming out because um, you've been diving into, a, you know, chatting to some of your good friends and uh, popular people in the uh, in the media landscape about some of your greatest successes and most embarrassing fails. And, um, you know, I'm pretty good at 
failing. <laughs> and I just want to make sure that you guys aren't sort of uh, stealing my thunder. Let's talk about some of your <laughs> fails, boys. <laughs> some of our fails. Have you had any, I mean, for a while there, we had a, show, we had a segment called Career Enders. Right, where it just looked back on some of the awful, just biggest mistakes that I've made. Have you? What's a career ender for either of you two? One time we were playing uh, at a club in I can't remember the middle Brisbane. of nowhere. Was I, it was in Brisbane. I don't know. if We're thinking about the same story. Oh, there's a few moments, but this is one that comes to my I'll mind. Say two I times. Two times you were playing at a club. We were playing like a six-hour set, uh, a DJing a six-hour set, and uh, I need to go to the bathroom badly, but. The vibes was too high to kind of like just, you know, duck off to the bathroom. So there was a champagne bucket oh, behind me. Yeah, this was and, in Geraldton. Uh, this was not a six-hour set, by the way. This was 90 minutes. This, uh, was, <laughs> this was common standard fare uh, in a duck performance. This is when we were real rat bags. <laughs> it was a 360-degree DJ booth, so no matter where you looked, there was people. I there was know people that. everywhere. And Adam goes, oh, can you do the thing? Like message the promoter, ask for a two-liter empty juice bottle. And I, I did like, not. I did not say that. <laughs> or what, uh, normally, I would just get, t- text the promoter when it was time to wait, and I'd just be like, "Send us like a you know an empty juice box so that we can have a something." Juice box. Does this happen? Wait, does this happen regularly? Oh, well, used to. Anyway, used to, but we've changed our ways. We learned to use the bathroom before we go on the stage. <laughs> we've learned. Yeah, do we before the set? Look, I turn around. As he found, and I start peeing in this bucket, and then uh, I notice there's the, a lot of torches we, on my dingling. <laughs> oh, no. Like I can see a lot of lights shining on my dingling, and then I'm like, "Wait, how is there light shining on my dingling if I'm just facing a wall?" And then I realize it's not a wall; it's actually a sea of people <laughs> oh, no. filming me pee directly in front of their face. Oh, Everyone no. was filming. It was so funny. Yeah, it was pretty raw. That was a pretty bad moment. I thought you were going to oh talk about the time God. when uh, we, we were doing our first set at Family Nightclub and we were so excited oh, to play. Um, <laughs> oh, this is good. And uh, we're like, finally, we got booked at Family. We've been, we've been itching of getting a gig here. Our big break. And so we got so excited <laughs> before the set. We're like, yeah, we'll go hang out with the promoter, you know, have a... Have a couple of beers before the gig. Ruben had one too many shandies, and we go up there to play the set, and Ruben found a nice little nook underneath the DJ booth immediately. (laughs) And uh, I kind of realized before I knew it, the set was kind of (laughs) over. I I just, like, remember, like, getting up, and I was like, oh, cool. And Adam goes, hey, man, the set's over. (laughs) And I go, What? He goes, yeah, man, you've been asleep the whole set. (laughs) (laughs) Under the boot. Oh, well, look, guys, um, we're very excited to have you. I'm not just talking about the podcast, which, which, mind you, did feature Alex Dyson as well. The episode Um, with Alex, I think, is actually our favorite thus far. We talk about... um, Dolphins receiving pleasure. Yeah, we talk about jacking off dolphins. We talk about a lot of fun things. We want to get you on there too, Matt. We want to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, I'm so keen. But look, let's talk about the new single now, Spend It. Features Circa Waves, uh, who are a British indie pop outfit. Um, Was this written written in Stockholm? Yes. Uh, Well, we've been, uh, you know, traveling to Stockholm over the years, heaps for writing trips. It's a good spot to write music. 
There's also heaps of fun great bread, great and bread in stock. Terror. That's too Very heavy for me. Cinnamon it's heavy. All, all it's the heavy food stuff. is too. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't love the Swedish and Danish food. It's too. Um, the pumpernickel bread. It's a little bit. Oh, uh, and, the, and the sort of like salted the fish. You don't like the schnooze. Oh, you don't like the um the the pickled cod. No, no. <laughs> you don't like the dill. <laughs> And uh, well, yeah, we pretty much we we got in the studio with our boy uh, Johan a bunch of times over the years, and he had this idea a few months ago. He goes, "Boys, what do you think of this?" And it kind of resembled, you know, a lot of stuff. You know, we've been into writing with him over the years, like a uh, kind of love that Mike Snow vibe, sort of trying to mm. tap into that MGMT nostalgia, kind of dreamy indie pop vibe, and um, Ash and Pit era. Yeah, Ooh, when, the, yeah, when, yeah the, okay. when the jeans were tight and the blogs were right. <laughs> <laughs> As Yarpi would say, <laughs> let's have a little listen to Spend It Now by C- featuring Circle Waves. Oh, yeah, okay. I can see myself at Family Nightclub mm. here, mixing yeah. from some Passion Pit to MGMT mm. to, some, to some digitalism into some Spend It yes. by Peking Duck. Hey, I you like know, that digitalism ref like as well. It. We always ref digitalism in little bits here and there. That's they've just got very very cool sound production, you know. <laughs> oh, what was good? What oh, even? That was so bad. Sorry. pickled fish. You've, we've travelled through Sweden and Germany now perfectly, Ruben. You've uh, perfectly to these different areas, European areas. <laughs> You've become a father recently, Ruben, and and I mean, Adam. That means that you two have a very similar vibe to me and Alex, where one is the parent and one is not. Have you noticed yeah. any difference in Ruben, um, Adam? Yeah, he's really on edge. Uh, <laughs> like he always looks really worried. <laughs> like that. But no, to be fair, there's this weird feeling which I don't understand. Where I'm every day, I'm underslept, but every day I'm, I don't know, ten times happier than you know before all this went down. Yeah, so, I'd yeah. actually, I'd have to say, in all honesty, he doesn't look worried. I was just having a little laugh. He actually seems happier than I've ever seen him. So, no, I'm, that's I'm happy sweet. For him. I do understand the stress thing though, because the calls come like. You know, if, if you get a call from your partner in the middle of the day, it's not just like, "Hey, how it's how's how's it going?" You suddenly like is something wrong, and you call. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem like a phone call. <laughs> yeah, does yeah, it? you're immediately there. It's like, "Hello, is everything okay?" And then like, yeah. "Yeah, I just wanted to see where, where you're up to." You're like, oh, yeah. don't do that to me, man. <laughs> We're just yeah. out in the park, <laughs> and it's don't, beautiful, don't and we wanted to call check me. in with you, and it's such a lovely time, and we love you. <laughs> I almost had a heart attack seeing your name on my screen. <laughs> Never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Never call me when you're happy. <laughs> That's yes. it. Well, gents, we, we really love listening to the brand new song, Spend It, which you can stream and drab wherever you like. We've also got the Peking Duck podcast. Welcome to the fraternity, gentlemen, of uh, of podcasts. You can get on the listener app, wherever you get your pods. Yes, yeah, it's, it's popping. Oh, popping. awesome. Well, look, we're so glad to, that you're part of the family and we can't wait to hear more from you and also just slam this new single, Spend It, featuring Circle Waves. Uh, across the summer. Adam and Ruben speaking duck. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time. Thank you, dudes. We love you. Well, Matt, you'll be happy to know the uh, hot sauce has been washed from my <laughs> my clothes, oh. and um, we're back. 
with the final few days here in America, the final week of, of me hanging out in the United States. And thought it'd be time to jump in into a few more tales from the road. Yeah, I'd love to hear about it, Alex Tyson. You know, the United States is one of those places that I haven't really traveled properly before. Really? Where, yeah, been to a little bit though? Literally like three days in New York and one day in LA. I was in, and I went to yeah. LA in, uh, when I was five, spent five days there, I believe, with my mum okay. and my sister. And I remember meeting a guy at the bus stop with purple shoes. <laughs> That's all I remember. I mean, that was how captivated I was by it. Uh, I just, it's weird that I, I would remember, remember the Hollywood just go- sign. No, or no, nothing. Hollywood Walk of Fame, <laughs> a guy at the bus stop. I mean, when you're five years old, Dice, so it doesn't take much to. Damn it. Stick in the I was, memories. And I went a, for a walk at Rucker Park this week. I was going to go check out the Museum of Tolerance, hit the Santa Monica Boulevard or the pier there. No, get me to that bus stop. <laughs> I want to see the purple shoes. But no, it's it's good. Just just got back after a week of camping, Matt. When's the last time you properly went went off grid, mate? Well, do you know what? I was actually you're gonna... a city slicker now, aren't you? Look oh, bro. You. I was actually going to bring into the show a, like a tweet I saw about someone who was um, who was advertising um, the boot of their car, <laughs> and I was going to bring it in as a story like, "Aha! Who would ever sleep in the boot of the car?" And then a couple of weeks later, I see you are sleeping in the boot of a car. Um, but I mean, look, to be fair, you were doing it in much nicer. This was a sports wagon in the in in the driveway of someone's house saying, hey, if you want to come to like Detroit, seriously, which I thought very <laughs> funny. But you were sleeping in luxury, mate. Yeah, we had the had the little double bed set up in the back of the van. Underneath you had the pull out. You had like storage with like a cool esky kind of thing. You could put some um perishables in. I had the gas stove on the other one. And uh yeah, was able to get out to Utah. First and foremost, to um, go and check out Zion National Park. And I think I just saw a few images of this came through. I've been to Yosemite before, which was beautiful. But, oh, Zion, I'd put it on another level. It's so, so great. Just the big orange rocks around the place, which if you get there at sunset as well and there's an orange sunrise, it just creates this almost dream-like virtual reality thing you're walking through and everything at such a large scale. It's just absolutely gorgeous. You know what's funny about the States, by the way? I had no idea where Utah was until I just Googled it there. Yeah. I had no idea that it was next to Nevada, which is next to California. And on the and on, I didn't realize it was next to Colorado. I thought Colorado was on the other side. It's weird. They got 50 of, of the things, the States. You know, North Carolina's not all that north. It's in the south. <laughs> So anyway, you learn all sorts of things on the road, but I was out there by myself, you know, cooking a bit of food on the gas stove, going to sleep when the sun goes down and all that. But I'm out in this national park, Matt, you get a lot of time to think, okay? And it's just this beautiful bit of nature. And I actually, you know, I was feeling so inspired that I, I whipped out the recorder and I took a bit of a slice of, of this majestic audio for you here, Matthew. Well, I'm at Emerald Pools in Zion National Park and I've gone to the upper section where this gorgeous waterfall is landing on the red rocks, crystal clear water. Um, It's autumn, so the leaves are sort of yellow and they're falling down all around it. It really seems like the scene that, you know, a beautiful naked person would be just washing their hair under this gorgeous waterfall. And it really makes me think... What are parabens? You know how on like every shampoo now is like no parabens? But 
I don't remember like a paraben outrage and everyone going, get those parabens out of our shampoo. Like, what even are they? And why is it good that shampoo doesn't have them? What if someone wants parabens? I don't know. Anyway, better keep walking. Do you know? What? Look, to be honest, I just Googled parabens. And I don't know whether this is true or Mm. not. But it says the, the translations box came up <laughs> and it says parabens is actually Portuguese for happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. If you Google parabens, P-A-R-A-B-E-N-S, <laughs> it will come up with a translation thing and it says that parabens is a happy birthday. Well, so I don't, I don't think they deliberately excluded no, Portuguese right. people no, on that's, shampoo. No, that's that's not right. That's not right. Hold on. Why did that happen? Why did that come up and say that? <laughs> Sorry. I see all these shampoo commercials, but you're in the shops now. And everyone's just trying to clarify. They don't have parabens. What if, were they in yeah, there in the first you know, place? I'm telling you, if you look up parabens, it says happy birthday for some reason. I don't, I don't know why it's saying this. Can you use a different search engine? Anyways, no, I've never, look, I... It, the the parabens conversation sort of it's it sits around the um you know the the what is it the CFO what what is the stuff from the sprays that, that used to happen the the aerosols no CMOs yeah. commonly uses preservatives um, it, in cos- cosmetics yeah exactly so no I mean I so were you in were you actually showering in the waterfall well I did actually after doing that audio I thought you know what. I'm going to just stick the head under, much like, you know, a really herbal and fruit-infused thing. Far too cold. It's no mm-hmm. It's slippery. You know, all these people in the commercials <laughs> who are like rubbing berries in their hair under a waterfall. It's like, you don't, they don't tell you about the slime between your toes. <laughs> no, exactly. It's all for show, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You're always like, is there something crawling on me right now? Mm. I mean, let's not even get to the mosquitoes, the... The bacteria in the Leaches. water. Leeches, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's all phonies, man. <laughs> That's why I prefer to take photos in the resort pool with a jar full of cocktail, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with my hair in some sort of bun, um, wearing a different <laughs> swimsuit every single photo. Because that's natural That's and anyway, normal. The, the natural part was great, um, and there were no parabens to be seen in Zion. So you can be rest assured, if you go and visit, no parabens. Well, time to get the bill, Alex Dyson, because we are putting our knives and forks down on another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. And if you'd like to be part of the show, make sure you're following our Instagram, matt.and.alex, where we post a bunch of questions and the odd dank meme or two. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Matt.